Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season six of Better Let Me Tell You. En Barranquilla me quedo. Bum, bum. That's a great song. It is a good song. They don't write them like that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They don't talk about uh, Colombian cities as much as they used to in music. They don't. They don't. You know, (laughs) I feel like we need another. Somebody write a song about Bogota. (laughs) Being some Bogota. Yeah. What do I always say is the greatest gift Colombia has given to humanity? Shakira? No. Well, I mean, we love Shakira. Eh, Pandebono. 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 Bueno, everybody, uh, welcome to episode 274 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Yeah, speaking of, well, speaking speaking of the greatest thing, you know, wouldn't it be great if you go trick-or-treating and they give you Pandebono? Oh, my God, I'd be so happy. <laughs> Pandebono. I mean, <clears throat> how is everybody this week? Uh, I think everybody, see, okay, actually, you know what? I'm a little disappointed in our, in our Pero Primos. Why? Well, because this is the last weekend of October and we did not get we did one not get, invitation. Nope, not one. People not aren't having single, parties. No, no. La gente no está pa fiesta. They're not having parties. They're not having sexy parties. Well, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world that maybe people aren't going to have parties. But, you know. Fair enough. But I Heavy think, times. But I think heavy times call for a little levity. Parties? Well, you know, you you, you kind of um, realize how much you in, you need to enjoy those moments. I mean, although, I mean, if people want to get together and we can make some pan de bono. Listen, doesn't have to I be mean, Halloween. people, people, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Like, have you guys tried pan de bono? Well, I'm I mean, sure they have if they listen to us. It, it, it's incredible. It's incredible what happiness and deliciousness can be <laughs> in a little round bread. Because, you know, it's flaky. It's a little flowery. Yeah. But it's cheesy. It's wonderful. I mean, it really, really is. Pan the only way it could be better, and yet it wouldn't be better because it would be ruined, is if there was like chocolate in it, no. right? No, nope. no, no. But you know what I mean. Like, like that's the only I've, thing that I've could. I've had it that with could guava. Be. Oh, it's not the same. 
it's good, but no, you don't no. need you don't mm-hmm. need to touch it. Like you no. don't need to touch it. It's perfect the way it is. Yes. It's perfect. Just like us. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't compare myself to Bandewono. <laughs> um, no, I think think about it. Sometimes I can be a little cheesy, a little flaky. Mm-hmm. So, and other times you can be chocolatey. Well, and sometimes it can be really in rocal. Because, you know, I'm Mr. Vanilla. So, you know, who are we kidding? <laughs> who are we kidding here? But sometimes you can be a little buttery. Can I? I think so. Uh, I like to think you can. But, um... Yeah, so Halloween is coming up. Yes, um, yes. So I guess this weekend would be the weekend of the Halloween parties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would be the weekend of Halloween None parties. None that we're going to. No, because our Pedro Primos failed us. Yep, yep. They um, did. But, 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 um, <laughs> este, what was I, where are you going with that? Oh, what I was where I was going with that was that just before we were recording today, we were downstairs kind of brainstorming the episode, and a Walmart commercial, oh, Christmas yeah. commercial came on. And like not even a... Holidays are coming. Yes. No, 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 no. It was like, a full blown Christmas. Yeah. Kids, you know, playing in the snow. Yeah, opening, and, opening stuff in the tree. I mean, yeah. this has to stop people. Yeah. I mean, it's it, not the first time we've talked about this. It yeah, really, yeah. really does. I mean, I know we talk about it and complain about it every year that we have the podcast. Six years running. Um, but it just it needs to stop. And I, you know, sometimes I wonder why does it bother me so much. I mean, I I get it. I get it. And I work in advertising, and I get it. You know what I mean? Like. It's just one of those things where, especially, I, I think it ties a little bit back to what you were saying about, you know, just the, even if we look at a bigger scope, like, the, you know, the times we're living in are kind of rough and all that. It's like, guys, let's just enjoy the moment that we're mm-hmm. in. Like, let's not be in such a rush to just onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. Yeah. And I think there's an element of it that, I mean, maybe you weren't even thinking about this, but it's almost like it ties back to something we've talked about here on the show a couple of times, which is like, you know, the whole social media and the instant gratification of the mm-hmm. internet thing, where it's just like, well, I'm at an event, but instead of enjoying the event, I'm just going to videotape the entire thing. And it's like, but why? Like, just just take a moment. Just mm-hmm. be in the moment. Enjoy it. You know, don't rush to Christmas. We haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. No. At the very least, if look, we're almost at Halloween. If you want to give me Thanksgiving commercials, I'll take it. Yeah. Because that's November's like, you know, four days away or whatever. But I'll take it. But no, no, no Christmas. Not yet. I, it's just... Uh, it, <laughs> Not only are you in a rush, but I mean, there's two a little bit over two months left in the year. Yeah, and I just think that when Christmas is here, it, it's just that's it. It's the end of the year. Yeah, the, the year is gone. That's and, it. Yeah, and uh, again, life moves so fast. What is it? Life moves so fast that if you don't take time, uh, oh, we're gonna butcher the Ferris Bueller. You should it's, it take time and look around and enjoy it or something like that. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, para- um, paraphrase Ferris. You know what? That'd be a great remake to do in Miami. Ferris Bueller? Day, day off, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would just be him in traffic for the whole day. No, mira, 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 mira. <laughs> It'll be Uniki's day off. Okay. okay. And instead of going to some random Polish parade in downtown um in downtown Chicago, Chicago, you go to La Parada de Reyes Mago. Okay, so this would have to be holiday themed. Yeah, well, I mean, well, it is and it isn't. I mean, well, it would have to take place during the holidays. Right, right. Okay. It is and it isn't. But it could be around that, you know. Okay. And instead of him skipping school, I don't know, he's skipping work as an Uber driver. No, he's skipping some type of like family obligation party thing. So? Like, he doesn't want to go to the to get together in Hialeah or something. Mm. Something like that. Something I like that. Go. Yeah. That's <laughs> something that's, you know, we should do that for mm. 
some content for when Christmas comes. What? You know what? Because Reboot I'm, first. I'm, no, 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 no. I've been thinking of of um, listeners. Actually, you know what? Let's let's do a little. I don't know. They didn't come through for Halloween. I let's don't know. let's do a little survey for this listener. So, as you guys know, I'm a pretty good cook. I uh, I mean, we have a chicken wing business. All, yeah, exactly. Uh, because I couldn't cook well um, or good enough, and um, oh, stop I make a killer, killer. I mean, if you want a butterball turkey, like my my turkey is butter with a side of turkey. This is true. Um, I cook it upside down. So maybe I could do a cooking video on that. Or or I make a pierna that, uh, you know, from like a more traditional, mm -hmm. um, like Cuban or Latin. Because not, not only Cubans do pork on yeah, yeah, Christmas. Yeah. On, um, I do a pierna that is like incredible. Like incredible. Like even my dad, like Mr. Old Cuban traditional, man, yeah. uh, traditional yeah. old Cuban man loves la pierna that I do. Like it's kick ass, and the chicharrones are like built in. In so far as like I cut the the skin diagonally oh, in, a, okay. in a diamond okay. pattern, so you just you know it rip it off. Yeah. So would you like to see some Christmas cooking content? I think because they, if you do, we could maybe try to do something. I think they'd be okay with it. I don't think I don't think anybody's gonna say no to seeing your cooking. Well, I don't know. Uh, listen, our Bimbo has been a success. Clearly, people enjoy your food. Yeah. So, <laughs> listeners, if you want to see some Christmas cooking, no, no, no. If you, cr listeners, if you want to see me cooking some Christmas classics with Pero, let me tell you, oh, let us know, and yeah. maybe we'll whoop something up. Yes, yes, we'll definitely do it. Definitely do it. Have you had the Bimbo that um, I make? I probably have. I mean, I feel like I've had everything you've ever made. Yeah. I, 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 eventually. Not for nothing, but this past weekend, we had an event with uh, uh, Sojo. I can never say you it right. can never say it right. Shojo's Dojo. Which we love, 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 yes, love, love. Yes. And if you're in Miami or you're in South Florida. You gotta go. It's South Florida. No, it's Florida's only sake brewery. Yep. I mean, only sake brewery in all of Florida. And we... we Love them. They are so amazing. They are fantastic. They, they are just really, really good people. It's a great vibe that this um, their bar has. Um, just really laid back. And um, we love working with them. But we had a pop-up there this weekend, this week, um, that it was, it was more like a ticketed event. Yeah. And one of the things that I decided to do, because why not challenge myself, <laughs> is make karage, which is traditional um, fried Chick chicken like Japanese style and I I wanted to do it traditional like I hate when they butcher our like yeah our, yeah our our cuisine Cuban cuisine when you know they make Cuban tacos so I wanted to be as authentic as possible and honor you know the way that they do it in Japan right. so I did a lot of research on it and I was like really really nervous because there were people who were having this this chicken that were Japanese um yeah so you know they know what they're talking about right yeah. so we did it for this event and not for nothing I think it's one of the best things I've ever done I mean I loved it I, I loved mean, it. I, and you know I'm very self-deprecating about yeah, my food. Yeah, you're not good about giving yourself credit for things. Yeah, like I'll be um, I'll you know people will be like, "Oh my god, this is wonderful." And I'm like, "No, it's 
mediocre. Yeah, no, you need to work on that. Yeah. Um, you know what? Maybe you can use better help. I'll get you a code. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we know some people. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was fantastic, and, and like I told you, the lemon vinaigrette that you made, yeah, was insane. So, uh, yes. listeners, for those of you who had ping pong pollo, you know, maybe we could do the karage chicken sandwich again. Check yeah, us out we, at we, ping pong pollo mia.com. Yes. We actually hey, are, on we, Instagram. We're I probably mean. gonna bring it back, but we'll, we'll let you know when. Keep you, okay. keep you, uh, you know. Okay. Well, what do you have for thing? me this week? Well, actually, as y'all know, or some of you may know, last week I was in New York. Yes. And while I was in New York, I was able to go to The View. Just my favorite show. <laughs> one of, Well, I have like 10 favorite shows, but it's one of them. It is one of them. It is one of them. So I was able to go to The View, um, which was very, very interesting. And all I could think of was like, oh, okay, great. I'm going to take... I love how you didn't tell me you were at The View I did until not. you were at The View. Actually, I told you after I was at The View. Right. And the only reason I did that was because when I was sitting... Okay, so when we went, it turned out it was Sonny Hostin's birthday. And so they had her family there. And literally, they sat me right behind her husband. Yeah. And that's the only reason I called you and told you. Because I was going to wait to tell you live on air but you know it's funny that i watch that show every day so it would have been funny if i would have been like that's why is that you that's why i was like okay and on top of that they put me right smack behind yeah. the guy that you know they're gonna cut to at yeah. some point right but um it was, it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun next time we're in new york we will go you and i will mm-hmm. go to the view um i will say though i felt a little cheated mm-hmm. i didn't get whoopee it was a friday yeah but also because they did the view your deal thing mm-hmm I didn't get a full episode. Right. So like, and it was weird because it ended with a con- a hip hop concert for Sonny's birthday, but they pre-taped that. So that happened at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. But then the filming was at 11 a.m. But then by 11, like 30, 11, 45, it was done mm-hmm. because the pre-tape was the end and the right, view your right. deal had already been done another day. So pretty so much was what, like, what you got was hot, hot topics. topics. I got hot topics, which is. Which is our favorite part of the show, yeah, it's honestly. The best part of the show. It was great to watch those women just kind of be like there. And it was very weird, though, to see, like, you know, because obviously we watched it on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, now we're going to go to commercial break. It's like, oh, this is what happens during the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, there's a comedian that she keeps the crowd hyped during the commercial breaks. They're all, literally, the minute that it goes to commercial, all the producers and everybody just kind of goes on stage and they're just going through their notes. They're going through their notes and they're circling and they're adjusting and they're and they're giving them notes. Like actually it was bleeped out, but Ana Navarro said cojones on yeah. air. And literally the producer came in afterwards and I Brian. Right. And I was right in front of the table. So I could hear him be like, Anna, you can't say cojones. And she was like, Why not? And I was like, you know what? You go, Anna. I I agree. Why not? Why not? Why not? You could say, you know, you could have the balls, right? right. Um, but it was very, very interesting, and and it's it was smaller than I thought, but also the same size that I thought because I know things are smaller. Yeah, in, that in set person. looks like a set that when you would see it, you'd be like, "This is small." It's cozy. Yeah, it's very, very cozy. Um, but it was a lot, a lot of fun, and I have to say a big thanks um to uh Brooks. Uh, Lancaster from uh, ABC News. He's actually the guy that hooked me up with The View, but he's also the one that coordinated the interview with Gio Benitez. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was absolutely fantastic, and we got to go in as like VIPs. We didn't have to wait in the line. We, you oh, know. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure this this connection is going to come up next time we go to New York. And it I go to the absolutely View. is. It absolutely because is. it's only my favorite show. And well, you went. Well, that's why I'm saying. But you know, but that's also why I'm thanking him on air. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was just you know he didn't have to, and that was just very nice of him. And the only thing that sucked is that they brought out some really delicious pizza. And then they didn't give us any. Right. They couldn't. For insurance for and legal reasons. reasons. Yeah. yeah. Which Sonny explained when they went to commercial. Yeah. 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 So it did look good. 
It really did. And my favorite part was when Anna was like, ¿Cuál es la pizza de rabo? Because <laughs> it was an oxtail pizza. Of course, of course. <laughs> I was like, you know, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've always wanted to go there. I, I love going to tapings of things, it's as fun. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you were with me at a taping of Full House. Yeah. I love going to taping of things. This goes back to when I was 11 years old and I used to go to tapings of Sado Gigante. And I never went to one. You never went to a single taping of Sado Gigante? Not a one. But How? You know but that, we that, knew each other. You, but okay, but that's yeah. But that was before we would like you know had cars. I mean, I went to Sado Gigante from like middle school through high school. Yeah, but I, I think the last I time I went to Sado Gigante was my first year of college. Really? Yeah, that's when I put Ajax on my name tag. Come <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I never went to Sol Gigante. And now, now I look back and I'm like, oh, I, I wish I had. Yeah, yeah. I saw, like, I remember I saw one of the times I went, they filmed, like, a bunch of Chacadera Trompetas. Oh, oh, so they... they yeah, would... because Sol Gigante, they used to film uh, in blocks as well. Okay, okay, okay. Got it. There were some things they would film... Because um, that was not live. That show wasn't live. No. But... Um, there were some things, like, I remember there was a taping that I went of Sol Gigante that they filmed, like, four back-to-back Familia Fernandeses. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, this is not what I came to see. <laughs> Give me a car or something. Yes. Yeah. And one of the times that I went, I remember Beraulio sang. Oh. <laughs> is he still alive? Yes. Okay. And he used to sing, uh, he had a supper club show in Hialeah. He and, did? Yes. I don't remember and, that. like, until a couple of years ago. Ah, uh, supper clubs. Yeah. That's, a, that's not a thing anymore. No. That's such a, like... Like 40s and 50s thing. Yeah. We're going to the supper club. Like, we're going to go watch Fulano play at the supper club. Fulano. Can you imagine Fulano at the supper club? <laughs> that's what we should do. We should bring back supper clubs and have Fulano play. Fulano. Fulano. Fulanito de tal. Fulani- well, that's a band. Yeah. That's like a, a, a grunge rock. I think Latin so. I band. think they opened up for the Fabuloso Cadillac. I think. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't, they should. Yeah. Matador. Matador. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what I needed to get into and I never got into? Oreja de Bango? Mana. You never got into Mana? No. Oh, I really like Mana. No. And it, I mean, nothing to them. I know I'm in a minority. You just never got into them. Yeah. That most people are into Mana. Um, I don't know. Mana gave me Creed vibes. <laughs> so not the case. I know it's not the case. I'm so wrong. Not I'm the wrong case. in this. I'm wrong. But yeah. Oh, okay. I have a question for you because you're the only person who probably would know this. I know them by name, and they're having a reunion tour. Ove siete. Who? What were they? They were a group. But what Don't did they? Selena. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I was like, I'm like, I know that I know what this means. <laughs> I'm like, I know I know what this means, but I couldn't think of a song. I couldn't think of anything. And they're doing a reunion tour, and I was like, I have to ask Darian because he would know. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me to the wet sprocket. No, but they are touring. Yeah, I need to see them. Weren't, Actually, weren't they coming like Aura? Or they just Yeah, they just maybe played? they just came. And uh, I missed them. <gasps> you know who's playing at the House of Blues in Orlando? And you and I should go, even though it's entre semana, we should figure it out. Who? Aqua. Barbie Girl Aqua? Yes. Wow. <laughs> you know that if I were to go see Aqua, what song I would want to hear? Turn Back Time. Turn Back Time. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Mr. Jones. Or like yeah. literally anything but Barbie Girl. I'll never forget <laughs> that when I first listened. So Aqua is a band that sings Barbie Girl. When I when I first listened to that CD back in, you know, 1997. In the 1900s. Um, in the 1900s, literally. <laughs> I remember that I, I think Barbie Girl is the first song. And like I skipped it I or something. So, yeah. And then I was like, oh, Oh wow, she sings like yeah. She has she a actually voice. R- sings really well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which was 
A little surprising being that she sounds she's like on helium on Barbie Girl. Um, but, but that's you know the point. Oh yeah, who would have ever thought that that song Barbie Girl would still have legs? You know, twenty over twenty five years later, because that song never. I mean, obviously, it's had a renaissance, if you will, a resurgence. Correct, because of the movie. Now, because of the movie and the whole thing. But it never but really went away. It never really went away. Yeah. Because, like, my kid knows that song well yeah. before the movie. Because they use it in memes, and it went viral and stuff like that. It's very TikTok. It's like, who would have ever thought? Yeah. Not those Danes, I'll tell no, you that. No, Because it's not like... That song is very of its time. It is the definition of a what and wonder. Yeah, even it, but, though but, but, even but though it, Aqua was not a one hit wonder, right? Especially but, but in, the U- song. in Europe, but yeah, that song and it's and it's not only the definition of a one hit wonder; it's a definition of a one hit wonder that goes away. Like yeah. it's it's very like tiptoe through the tulips by Tiny Tim. Oh, I don't know what that is. You don't know that song? Tiptoe through the tulips. What the hell is that? You don't know that? Okay, we're gonna listen to that song. That's Tiny Tim. It's from like the late sixties, I think. Tiny Tim is like the ukulele, yeah. That what I just sang. Tulip to the tiptoes. <laughs> Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> I've never heard of this song before. See, this is where your parents not growing up yes. in this country comes into play, yes. whereas mine mine did. So yeah. Oh, so your parents were jamming to tulip to tiptoes. I don't tip-toes? know that they were jamming to it, <laughs> but they were here when it happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Your parents were in Cuba. Esa cosa yankee no llegaba. No, 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 no. Los tulipanes no llegaban a Cuba. No, no, tulipanes no. Allá había plátano. And malanga. And malanga. Oh, by the way, listeners. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, we posted on our Instagram. We posted. So this is a follow-up. Actually, let me start this. Well, so this is a follow-up to the video that we posted a couple of weeks ago on our Instagram, which was a a, a topic on our podcast that day, which is how do you say malanga in English? And the comments from all of our listeners, which we thank you for lot. commenting, a lot of you chimed in and commented, only proved what we said. There was like <laughs> three different types of names. No, it's a pothos. No, yeah. it's taro. No, it's this. Well, the point was, the point was that nobody can give me, give us a straight right, answer. Right, right. Yet in Spanish, you say malanga and everybody and knows what we, you either eat it or you hang it. A malanga. But the point is that. You know, we know what it is in Spanish, but in English, there's all these words and all these explanations that I'm like, that's why I tell you, nobody in English knows what a malanga is. That's true. And if they do, and if they do, it's not used in Spanish as much as it is in English. Because I feel that in a regular week, the average Spanish-speaking person says malanga at least three times. But in English, and you in various, don't. And in various contexts. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm gonna water the malanga that hangs. I'm gonna puree uh-huh. la puré de malanga. Puré de malanga. Oh, I hated puré de malanga. Oh, I hate, uh, hate puré potaje. Oh, all the peas. <laughs> puré potaje <laughs> y sopa de pollo. Well, sopa de pollo, sopa de pollo. I know. Sopa de pollo in in Spanish is not the same thing as chicken soup in English because sopa That's de pollo true. in Spanish te meten fideo. That's true. Entonces te meten well, fideo no. y te meten un muslo de pollo ahí en vivo. In, in, in chicken soup in English has uh, noodles sometimes. Yeah, but it's not fideo. It's noodles. It's like butter noodles. But fideos and noodles are the same no, thing. No, 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 no. It's not. It's fideo is noodle. The noodles that they use in American chicken soup is not that Diana noodles that they use in Cuban or Latin 
chicken soup. It's not the same same thing, man. Like I know, I know what I'm talking about. Okay. And they meten un muslo de pollo ahí, you know. And then do. when they give it to you in the bowl, like half of the bone is sticking out. I was like, oh my god, no, no. First of all, I don't even care for chicken soup. I have to be really, really feeling like shit. To have when they say, soup. "Oh, I'm sick. I'm having chicken soup," it's like oh, I'd rather deal with the, you know. No, I have to, if I if I'm having chicken soup, it's because I'm estoy mal. La cosa está grave. Now give me a tomato bisque. You know, an hey, Itali- when, an Italian. But when you have dolor de barriga, you don't have tomato Italian bisque. Italian wedding soup. But you can't have all those creamy things when you have dolor de barriga. I'm not having that when I have dolor de barriga. When I have dolor de barriga, I'm having Sprite. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder. You know what? Now we'll have Kawi lemon. We have Kawi. You know, it's funny that like growing up, they always tell you, oh, drink Sprite when you're, you're right. seven up or whatever, when your stomach hurts. I wonder what is the medical foundation that that was based on in terms of that, le- uh, you know, that urban yeah. legend. Well, okay. Till this day, till this day, my parents would be like, no, toma, toma un poquitico de Sprite si te duele la barriga. It's either a Sprite or or we got bonato. Oh. My mom, my mom has in her purse a small bottle of bicarbonato. She carries it with her. She carries it with her. You know, some people carry hot sauce. My mom carries bicarbonato. How do you say bicarbonato in English? Bicarbonate. Bicarbonate. Yeah, that sounds like something you would put in an air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can. <laughs> I don't know. My mom. <laughs> my mom carries a <laughs> bottle of bicarbonato in her purse. Okay, you never know. She's, wait, you're gonna get listen. A- I'll say that's more useful than hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. Well, the hot sauce will probably Ca- me, 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 right, make give you, you need a, a, yeah. a stomach ache that you're gonna need. You're gonna need the bicarbonato. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know that absolutely. I was one of these like really weird children, and I actually still do this. I love how Alka-Seltzer tastes. And uh-huh. I'm the type that when I drink the Alka-Seltzer, la, la suquita que te queda, I add more water to have more of it. Okay, first of all, that's not a suquita. I know. That's like, ugh. Uh, what is it like? Ugh. But it's so good. Alka-Seltzer it is so, so not. good. You don't know anything. I know enough not to drink the bicarbonate <laughs> residue. That's like people are like, I want some black cherry seltzer water. I'm like, wow. That's a lot of things that I don't like. <laughs> Black cherry and seltzer water. Yeah, I don't like seltzer water. You don't like fizz in your water. I do not like. I, I need my water flat. I mean, I rather have alka seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> Them flat water. Yeah, alka seltzer. Okay. Okay. I will keep that in mind. I will definitely keep that in mind. I oh yeah, actually, when I was in New York, I thought of you for something else. Which and then I I saw um, an article about it. So we went to this uh, Japanese store called Muji, mm-hmm. um, and they had this little coffee thing that it's it's a robot. So mm-hmm. it's called Jarvis. It's a robot. The robot, you know, it's a little mechanical arm, and it gets the cup, and it makes the cafe, and it empties out. It was making espresso and everything. Like, the only thing that le faltaba was la pumita. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, it was, like, that close. Mm-hmm. But the reason I thought of you, and I thought, and it reminded me when I saw an article, was when you paid for it, mm-hmm. so again, Machine. I can't stress that enough. There's not even a human being there next mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Once you've done paying, it asks you if you want to tip. To tip the robot? Yeah. And I read an article that there are more places now that are doing like self serve things. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, and then at the end of the, the transaction, it asks if you want to tip. And I was like, wait a minute, guys. Like, let's, let, let's take a step back here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't mind tipping a human, but until the cyborg has to support a family. <laughs> Okay, maybe I don't tip the arm, the mechanical arm. Also, it didn't even make a pumita. 
So you know, so it's wait, not that so wait, wait, wait. You you had the option of tipping the after. So you know, you, did it have yeah. like the 10, 15, yes. 20 percent? Oh yeah. Yes. So depending on how fast the robot was, you well, no, because you 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 would tip him before. So I guess you're tipping. It, you it's not even after. It's before. <laughs> it's before. It's it's getting out of hand. Yeah. Once they're asking us to tip for machines, yeah, it's it, getting it, out of it's, hand. It's, it's too much. It's getting out of hand, and and you know, and the problem is that when you have this conversation, you know, people. And some look, people, we ask for tips at, at Pipa Boy. Some, some people turn it into, oh, but you don't want to tip people, and I always say I am more than happy to tip people. I am I am like the best tipper. I always give at least twenty percent. No questions asked. Mm-hmm. Even if my meal didn't come quickly enough, even if there was maybe not like A plus service, I always, always, always give at least 20%. But come on, people. Like, I mean, tipping a machine. A machine. A machine. Like, uh, it, that. that's where I was just like, now it's just we've gone too far. This is how AI is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> By tipping, tipping Jarvis. Yeah. yeah, because you start tipping them, now they think they're real. And then yeah. you know they start to develop emotions. And, you know that and I've gone to. Then that's how a I've union to a starts. Few, I've gone to a few restaurants recently where they've been very, very sly about the tip because when they bring you your original, mm-hmm. your original um, receipt, mm-hmm. it includes the tip, but then it has the little boxes for additional gratuity. Oh yeah, and then yeah. you know because this is so second nature, you know, you just I just look at the number, double it, and you know, yeah, you, you check or whatever, box. yeah, yeah. And the other day, I almost was going to double tip. So I was leaving 40%. Right, because right, or, or close, right, 38%. Right, right. Because right. the tip had 20, 18%. So then I got the, the, num- you the were total gonna do number, 20, right. and I was going to do 20% on that. So I was like, I was going to tip like 38, 40%, right? Because I thought that the final tally, I was going to tip based on the final tality without realizing right. that that, that it was had tip. You, and you I, were tipping on the tip. Yeah. And again, it, it's... It's not the servers. It's you know, it's the like pay your people. It's the establishment. Good, pay them a better wage. Yeah, you know, I mean, we shouldn't have to carry that bill. I think most mm-hmm. people are more than happy to adequately tip and to help a server out. I think that most people are good about that. Yeah, you, know, you always have your cheapos here and there, but you know, there's certain things that it's like, you know, we we really shouldn't be. Tipping machines? Tipping, the, yes. I mean, I, I think that we can all agree that's where we're going to draw the line. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tip an arm. Yeah. So you put zero? Well, I wasn't. It was some other. I was yeah. watching somebody get their coffee prepared. Yeah. But I was like, no, you don't tip a machine. Like, no. Yeah. Like, that's the line. I'm going to call that the that's line. That's the line. That I, I, I draw the uh, line at machines. Yes. I draw the line at machines. I don't tip the, the, the vending machine when I get a soda. Mm-hmm. Why am I? No. No. Not happening. Not doing it. Did you have any Cuban food in New York? Did we? No. no, we did not. I'm trying to think now. No, no, we didn't. We didn't have any Cuban food. We had a, we did pizza. We did brunch. Uh, it was great. We did brunch at this one place that I was sitting underneath portraits of TV moms, mm. and one of the ones that was above me was Jack Hay. So oh, so that makes me happy. I had, yeah, I had brunch with Jack Hay. Mary. Yeah. Well, she it was uh, from sister sister, obviously. Oh, well, because it was TV moms. Sandra wasn't a mom. Sandra wasn't a mom. That's true. <laughs> you know, but they included her, and they included uh, Harriet Winslow, mm-hmm. the first Harriet Winslow, and the first Aunt Viv. I mean, they didn't have the second one. I mean, is that even a question? I'm just saying. I'm just I mean, saying. do people like? I don't even remember who did the second Harriet Winslow. <laughs> she was only for like seven episodes. Yeah, like like uh, on CBS because yeah, the show was on its last legs. Yeah. 
I mean, I would have shipped her off to Europe to go find Judy, but I mean, what do I know? <laughs> Harriet's adventures in 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 Europe. <laughs> you know what? That life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm surprised that no one with just a little bit of budget, good camera equipment, hasn't approached the actress that played Judy Winslow on Family Matters and been like, we're going to tell your story now. And the story starts with a girl going up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) So listeners, this is, I mean, for those of you who watched Family Matters, and a lot of you did, Family Matters, you know, the whole thing was that for the first three or four seasons, the Winslows had a third kid, Judy Winslow. And as the show started becoming more and more about Steve Urkel and less about the Winslows, they didn't know what to do with with Judy Winslow. So literally one day she went up the stairs in a storyline of whatever episode, and then she never came down. They never mentioned her and again. they never mentioned her again, and then they would say that they had two children. Yeah. Right? And this was like three or four yeah, seasons into the like show. it wasn't like seven episodes into the first season. Right. Right. This wasn't like in the Cosby show. Right, where they added the one. Pilot, they had four kids, not five. <laughs> but it was the pilot. We'll, we'll, we'll give them that. But, um, but that would be great. Judy. My story. My side. <gasps> oh my god. I totally want the poster for it to be an exact replica of the Renee Zellweger Judy Garland. Because it was called Judy. So just have the same font, but have it be her doing that. that no, pose. I was going somewhere else. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to have her recreate the opening of the show, which she's like playing with a dollhouse. <laughs> it's just her. Right. But now she's like older and she's bitter. She's bitter. And oh. instead of putting the dolls in the dollhouse, she's like breaking them. Oh no, she's snapping necks. Yeah. Yeah. That is not good. Is if there is any local producer and director who needs some type of film school thesis, yep. please let us know. We can make this happen. I think it's we, a great idea. We can figure it out. We can write a script. I think it's a great idea. You know, we were available for you know any any creative needs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I wanted to bring something up to you, only because I feel like you would have you would have an opinion and you would disagree. So um, so recently there was like this list going around compiled by women across social media, which places... About the restaurants? Which places they refuse... I have a lot of opinions about Which places that. they refuse to go on a first date. And some of them make sense. Some of them make sense. Like church. Okay, I wouldn't go to church on a first date or a family function. You know, like fair enough. I'm, I don't know your family. Why am I meeting them on a first date? But number one on the list... The Cheesecake Factory. I feel you would have... I have a lot of opinions. A on lot that. of opinions and thoughts. I do. Also, I mean, I just have a, I just have, a, I, I mean, I, I just saw have an the, opinion on the, on the rest of them because a lot of them are like. Now, let me ask you something. A movie. Did that list uh, that, that like did that list come out after that video that went viral of the lady with the Cheesecake Factory? 
What video? Oh, you I, don't know I don't, about the video. I don't know the video. No, that list. I, I, came so out. I, don't, I don't know. The but. reason why this li- that list came out this vi- this week is because like last week or two weeks ago, video went viral. Uh-huh. So well, to give a little context, yeah. listeners, um, there's this video of this woman in a car, and the guy. I don't know if it was a dash cam or something that was on. Mm-hmm. The guy gets out of the car, and um, they talked about it on the View actually. This oh, week. okay. And not while I was out there. of the car to open her door, and she's like, "I'm not getting off." And he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "You brought me to the Cheesecake Factory." And he's like, "Okay, yeah." Um, and she's like, "I don't do chain restaurants, especially on a first date." You're not getting and a he second was like, date out of me. Bitch. He was like, "Okay, can't we talk about this?" And she's like, "No." And then you know, she she looks in the camera. She's like, "You don't take a girl like me to the Cheesecake Factory." And that's pretentious. The piece, that's the piece that went viral. The other piece of the video is that he gets back in the car, but the, the other piece of the video didn't go viral. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm going to take you home. Good. And Actually, I, was, I would have called her an Uber. And um, and then they ended up going to, on some show this week. And um, she was saying that, you know, now she looks at the video and she realizes that she came across as like very pretentious and cold yeah. and stuff like that and whatever. I think that's all really stupid. Like I... First of all, I love the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> and this is coming from a guy who knows how to cook. I, I wouldn't say that I have the most refined palate in the world, but I like me a good restaurant, a yeah. nice Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> but so, but I take, you know, I I take restaurants for what they are. And right. we've talked about this here on the show. There is nothing that sort of insults my intelligence more than when I say to people, or we've mentioned it here yeah. again in previous episodes, yep. that we like the Olive Garden and somebody responds to me like, oh, but that's not real Italian food. And I'm like, did you really think that I thought that that was real right. Italian it's food? It's from the Olivia region right. of Did you really Italy, think yeah. that I thought that, right? Right. Like, I'm sure that I can make a Sunday sauce better than you can with, like, <laughs> with my eyes closed. And I can make – this Cuban guy from Miami right. could make pretty good Italian food, right? And you're telling me that, that's that the, the Olive Garden is – oh, it's not real Italian food. It's like, really? I've actually had Italian food in Italy. I've been, like, <laughs> I've been to several the motherland, times. yeah. I've been to all of Italy, yeah. like North Tuscan region and South. Like, I haven't been to Sicily, though. Um, and it's like, really? But I feel that people have this, like, oh, it's not real Italian food. It's like, hey, it's really, it's like dumb fuck. I think that most people know <sighs> it's that the Olive Garden isn't real Italian food. Just like Chevy's is not real Mexican food. Yeah. You know? Nobody it's goes like, to Taco Bell for authenticity. Right. Right? Do you think that most people... It's just so annoying. It's so annoying. And the Cheesecake Factory, I will defend the Cheesecake Factory. Mira, the, the problem this is, is... not a paid spot. The, the problem <laughs> is that it's become cool now to like chain. bash chain restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's become cool. It's like, oh, I, I don't know. The, the food is not good there. Again, you don't go to these places to have a culinary experience. Right. You go to these places because you're with friends. Maybe you not even that you're on a budget. You don't want to blow your budget. You just want to have, have a good time. Yeah. You, know? you want to have food that you're familiar with and that feels familiar. And as we've said many times, most chain restaurants, not all, the food is consistent. You know what you're going to get. Right. And, and it is what it is. You know, now... For example, if it would be like a special occasion, like maybe an anniversary dinner, mm-hmm. or maybe you're celebrating something special. I mean, I'm fine with the cheesecake factory, yeah. but you know, if you wanted to go to someplace nicer or whatever, that's understandable. Right. But as far as a first date goes, I mean, look, I think that a first date is whatever 
whatever feels right with that person. Right. Right? Because if I went on a first date with someone now, and then I went on a first date with somebody else later, you know, I would think that the first date would be, like, different. Like, maybe I'd, I'd say, like, hey, what? Let's let's go... Let's go to the pier and like watch ship sleeves and hang out and like, you know, maybe we could like, you know, take a basket with food and like, you right. know, champagne or whatever and hang out and talk and get to know each other. And then there may be somebody else that, you know, you may want to take to a nicer restaurant or whatever. Right. Or maybe, you know what? I have to tell you, my 40s is like, you know, I was on the dating scene and somebody asked me on a first date and they took mm -hmm. me to like fast food and it was funny. Like, I'd be like, yeah. this is kind of funny. You know, I mean, one of the one of the ones that that they said that they is not a good idea is a bar just for drinks. I will say, actually, that was me and Jose's first date. A bar just for drinks was well. We went to Top Forty Two, which is a restaurant, but we went we went out for drinks. Why? Because if you go early enough and you're having a good time, then that can turn into dinner. But why are you going to commit yourself to a meal? This was Jose's idea, and I, afterwards, after he told me, I was like, "That's brilliant." Why are you going to commit yourself to a meal? With somebody who you may not wind up right. enjoying their company. Right. Somebody who may tell you that the Dalai Lama is a circus. Yeah. And then you're like, we're not having dessert. Check. No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that that whole thing, that whole list is ridiculous. It's stupid. You know, that that all depends on who you are, who you are and who you're talking to. I right. think it's ridiculous. And I, I'm sorry. I... I find it a turnoff that somebody has to go completely out of their way and and you, it's to usually impress about you. money yeah. to impress you. Yeah. Right? Because as Shania Twain says, that don't impress me much. Oh, so you got a car? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not impressed by that, so I'm not going to go out of my way to impress you, you know? But that's just my, my way of thinking. But that also comes up to what you were saying, which is like, I don't think that neither you nor I would go out on a first date with someone who would need that. Yeah, no. That that level of, of you know, no. high touch, you know? No, no. I remember all. one time, this was years ago, a long time ago, I went to, I went on a date with someone and I was sort of thanking me, cause, thanking them because they had invited me somewhere and... Whatever. I was like, as a thank you, I was like, oh, let's go out to dinner. Okay. And we went to China Grill, which at that time was a wow. very yeah. expensive restaurant. And I'm like, I would never do that. Like, I would never, if somebody. But this wasn't just like a first date situation. This was like a, I, I'm going to, I mean, like a thank you. It was so sort it was of different. like a thank okay. you. It was right. sort of a thank you. I think there was maybe the potential of dating. Okay. But it wasn't a first date. But it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a formal first date. Again, okay. I think this person had an interest in me and like not so much on your own as a not even that but as i think i'm like oh well you know we went here so i'm gonna you know let's go out to dinner where do you want to go oh right? okay 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 so you just left it open yeah, okay. except china grill and i was like hmm like i would never do that like if i don't know somebody well and they asked me oh let's go out to dinner you pick the place i would never pick no. such a restaurant that is so expensive i just think that's wrong yeah i i think that that's wrong i i i don't know i i i'm very considerate when it comes to that it's not even about budget about whether you have the money or not it's it's about just consideration you know yeah, yeah. and i mean so with that said with that said <laughs> i'm here to say that i again I will defend the Cheesecake Factory till the end. I don't care what anybody says. The Cheesecake Factory is amazing. Their pumpernickel bread with blue cheese dressing is 
the bomb. In all fairness, <laughs> they should just rename it the DJB. They should. Yeah. I made you a believer, didn't I? Yes, you did. I, I order Tell it our now. Listeners. I Tell order our it listeners. now. So, God, what was this high school? Yeah, since we've been going there as a group. Right. I don't even know how you stumbled upon it. Well, I, because I love blue cheese. No, no, right, right, right. But I don't know. I, I don't know the story of how you put it all together. Mm-hmm. But all I know is that we all went as a group one time to Cheesecake Factory, and they bring you the bread, they bring you the white bread, and the pumpernickel bread. And you know, people are kind of persnickety about the pumpernickel. It's a little like, uh, you know, everybody goes for the white bread because we're all kind of racist too. I don't. Um, I never kidding. go for the white I'm bread. Kidding. I owe I'm pumpernickel all the way, and but, then you okay. pick the little the but little you, oats. But you know, most people kind of side-eye the pumpernickel. Yeah, most people are racist, so go with this the white This is what bread. I'm saying. Um, but then you were like, oh, bring a, can you please bring me a side of blue cheese or whatever? And I'll, you know, you were just like, you're going at it. And we were like, what the hell are you doing? You're like, try it. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, however you identify, mm-hmm. when you go to the Cheesecake Factory and they bring you the bread, Ask them for a side of blue cheese dressing. And then you take that pumpernickel bread and don't dip it. Don't just just shove it in there and just scoop that motherfucker out. You will thank Darian later. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. So listeners, <laughs> you have a challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do it and tag us. Go to the Cheesecake Factory this week. Order when they bring your bread, order a side of blue cheese dressing, dip that bread in the blue cheese dressing. Don't dip, shove it in, scoop it out. Tag us. Scoop it out. Tag Pero Let Me Tell You. And tell them DJ from Pero Let Me Tell You sent you. (laughs) (laughs) It is amazing. And you know what's great is that I remember some years ago I went to the Cheesecake Factory and there was a table next to us that ordered the blue cheese with the bread. And I was like, so, okay, I don't, okay, that's another, I don't, catching on. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if it's one of those things where like, I just didn't notice until, until we started, you know what I mean? We started doing it or if people started doing it after you started doing it. Mm. I want to give you credit. Of course, I started that. I feel like you started that trend. I've always said this about blue cheese. Yeah, well, you do, you've always loved blue cheese. Okay, so here's my statement about blue cheese. There may be people that love blue cheese as much as I do, but there's no one that loves it more. And if there is, please please send us photographic evidence. I mean, unless you live in a block of blue cheese. Okay, if you live in a block of blue cheese, okay, you got that one on me. How you, horrible, though. You live inside a thing you eat. And has mold. Yeah, you're going to be homeless. Okay, I love it. I love it. I put blue cheese on everything. He really does. <laughs> he really does. He really does. I don't know how he doesn't put some on, on Tristan. And j- oh. j- just, you know. That's just weird. So what are your favorite dishes at the Cheesecake Factory? I, I feel we should just talk about the Cheesecake Factory. Again, not a paid sponsorship. I'll tell you what mine are. Not a paid sponsorship. Okay. So my go-to dish at the Cheesecake Factory for years was a crispy chicken Romano. Oh, yeah. But I good. would order it with double Alfredo sauce. Like, I wouldn't want the red sauce on the pasta. Mm-hmm. So... That, the chicken piccata, the chicken costaletta, the yep. chicken Venetian. A lot of chicken. Is it any the, wonder we started a chicken wing business? <laughs> I love the miso salmon. I love the hibachi steak. The steak Diane is amazing. Of course, of course, of course, the sweet tamale corn cakes. There is the egg rolls with the sauce, the the sauce, uh, the tamarindo. I will say that I am madly impressed right now because, as we know, 
the only book larger than the Cheesecake Factory menu is the Bible. Yes. And so the fact that you have this many memorized. I've been going to the Cheesecake Factory. Right, but there are people who go and always tend to have like the same three things. I've been going since you know? 1997. Well, yes, <laughs> I know. But there's people who tend to go and only have the same three or four things, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, so, it's it's impossible to have three or four things at the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, no, no. I will say, you, Mr. I Get Overwhelmed by Choices... It would be very easy That's for true. you That's to true. to always That's revert true. back to that. Yes. And then of cheesecakes, there's the Godiva cheesecake, the Celebration right. cheesecake, the, uh, oh, there's Oscar's chocolate cake. Uh, um, there's there's the pineapple upside down cake, the oh, coconut cake, cheesecake, the vanilla bean cheesecake, the classic cheesecake. And then my favorite is a white chocolate raspberry swirl. Cheesecake. Oh, that is very good. That one is very, very yummy. This part, this segment was not, not brought sponsored. to you by the Cheesecake Factory. Nope, it was not. Oh, but shit. it should have been. We totally go to the Cheesecake Factory now. Like that's all I want right now. <laughs> Let's you and I go on a date to the Cheesecake Factory. I will never say no. Is it open? I mean, why? Well, not che- now. Why doesn't Cheesecake Factory Uber at like two in the morning? Well, because they want to go home, the employees. Well, but they could have a wind-down kitchen, you know? <laughs> Just like three people. I mean, listen, somebody invites me on a date to the Cheeky Factory, I'll be like, which one and at what time? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> and also, the menu's huge. Yeah. You'll find something you like. Yes. You want... They, they're... Sushi at the Cheesecake Factory is really good. Yeah, I mean, look, there's sandwiches, there's chicken, there's steak, there's uh, there's flatbreads, there's pasta. Like, again... It's the per- it's you know what I'm gonna counter this study. It is the perfect first date place. They even have a skinny licious menu. Yeah, they have a bar, so you can have a drink. What is there not to love? There's the- if anything, the Cheesecake Factory because they have such a variety of things should be the only place you go on a first the date. The Cheesecake Factory <laughs> makes the people come together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to go and have a cheesecake there with Debbie Mazar. <laughs> I can't think of anything now but cheesecake. <laughs> and that is a great problem to have. Okay, we need to there, move there on. Are worse things to, to move there, there are worse things to, to think about than cheesecake, I guess. Yeah, we need yeah, to move yeah. on. Uh, Meryl. The holidays are here, and it's time for all of our favorite Cuban traditions. Lechón en la caja china, crema de vie, all the flan. And this holiday season, make Cawi Lemon Lime part of your celebration. For 75 years, this refreshingly crisp soda has used the same exact formula since its creation in Cuba. O sea, you can't get more Cuban tradition than Cawi Lemon Lime. Así que, this holiday season, make sure to include the authentically Cuban taste of Cawi Lemon Lime in all of your fiestas navideñas. Find Cawi Lemon Lime in stores now. All right. Well, you know what? We've had so much talk about cheesecake and and the umpteen options <laughs> at the Cheesecake Factory. We're now very thirsty. We are. And it is time for our last Kawi Lemon Lime. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right. So, so earlier this week, I saw this sort of headline about Maggie Smith. Um Oh, from Harry so, Potter. From Harry Potter. And Maggie Smith is 88. And she was, uh, she's uh, coming out in a campaign for a high fashion uh, line called uh, Lueve, I believe. Okay. I, I may be mispronouncing it. It's like a really high end fashion line. And, you know, she's 88 years old. Good for her. And, 
you know, it's so funny how people talk about this all the time. But ageism is a real thing. Yeah. It really, really is. And I think it's great that they have somebody who's in their late 80s, you know, uh, part of this campaign because it's like what what's supposed to happen if you're in your 80s mm -hmm. do you like not wear fashion anymore are you supposed to just yeah. be in una bata de casa all day like what are you supposed to do yeah and yeah. and I, I think it's just so so like messed up and 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 i feel that it, it's so as much as people say like oh we have to accept people and we have to you know um you know whether you're you know of, of larger size or you mm -hmm. have uh, some type of, um, you know, Dis disability, disability or, whatever. Mm -hmm. We need to be all inclusive, inclusivity, inclusivity, inclusivity. I mean, look, I know that Justin Timberlake is not having the best week ever right now. <laughs> um, but I was watching this video of him where he kind of looked a little weird dancing. He kind of looked like you're like, like a dad. Like, a, yeah. Do you know what video it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That it, I mean, Justin Timberlake can dance. Like, yeah, there's no it, 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 right. There's no there's question no question he can it. dance. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, you could tell it was uh, the angle was off. Right? You know th that they took the video. It was one of those things. Right? I I remember I saw this online, and the comments were like, "Well, he's 41 and he's a dad. What do you expect? Like, well, you know, he's not a kid anymore." And I'm like, "He's 41. Like, right? He's 41. Like, right? Yeah. Like, he's not 92 in a wheelchair. Right? Right? I'm sure he can dance just as good as he was." When he was 21. And, and he can probably and, dance better than the people who make those comments. And in sync. And in, in sync. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's 41. And he could he's still young that he can dance. And it's like, okay, wait. So do you think you're supposed to die after you turn 40? Right. You know? And it, it's, it's just this ageism that is, like, so ridiculous. Like, I've seen so much in the last few days or week or, like, the last week, like, you know, um, of Madonna, who's on tour now. You know, Madonna's 65, and people are like, oh, she looks so old. I'm like, well, she's 65. She looks her age. She's not supposed to look like she did when, you know, she like Emergent came she out. She can't. Right? Yeah. Or if she does, then you're saying, oh, she got plastic surgery. Right. So it's she like, can't win. So it's like, oh, look at her. You know, look how much she's aged. Well, she's 65. Like, she's 65. Right? right? Like, oh, she can't move like she once did. Well, she could still put on a hell of a show. Right. She's sixty five, and, and she also had a hip replacement. Right, she did. <laughs> she, she's had a rough couple of years, but yeah. it's like, but it, but, but it's like, what do you want? Like, right. what yeah, do you want? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, they're, you're just not going to drop dead. Maybe you look different. Maybe you don't move as as you right. did. But I mean, you're as long as you're able to do something, do something. Do so it. credit to this fashion company and whomever um, they give. Uh, you know, they made Maggie Smith. Uh, their cover model or part of this campaign because like ageism sucks. Yeah. Like it really, really does. I feel like one of the few people who's really taken it head on and been like, I don't fucking care is Cher. Well, I mean, listen, that's also because Cher will be here long after you and I are gone. Right. But Cher is something, I mean, Cher just doesn't, Cher, Cher defies everything. She doesn't yeah. really give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. How old is she? Like 75? Ooh, probably more. I mean, she's in her 70s. She's in her 70s. Yeah, she's yeah, in her yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And what? And what? Yeah. yeah. Um, and people are like, oh, sit down, grandma. It's like, you know what? You're going to be a grandma one day. So, it, yeah. It, it, because that's another but thing. Freaking Rita Moreno's 94 but, but that, but and she's still dancing. You that's know? another thing. There's a lot of different things that you have may have some control over whether it's your appearance your weight your look because you could always lose weight you could always get plastic surgery you could wear always a wig whatever. wear a wig get yeah. hair extensions yeah. get a tuck get this get that but your age is your age is your age 
like you're time we're, moves on we're all getting there yeah. we're all getting there so you will get there yeah god um, willing so i mean what's the problem but whatever live laugh you know <laughs> you know wear whatever you want at yes. 88 so my last cowie goes to maggie smith at the ripe old age of 88 living her best life good for her yeah that's also um that's why i like um this girl i think her girl and she's like i think in her 90s isis isis at fell Oh, the lady with the big glasses. Yeah, the lady with the big glasses. Oh, she's, she's, living, she's, a, she's another fashion. She's plate. like a hundred. Yeah, she like a hundred. Like, yeah, yeah. And she's still on her fashion, you know, high fashion. And there's this other girl called something. I keep calling them girls. These are women who are like in their nineties. Something Winkle. That she was like hanging out with Miley Cyrus at some yeah. fashion show, and again, una viejita, like, but she dresses all eccentric and right. and Good lives out them. and lives out loud. Do it. Oh yeah. If not now, when? Yeah. If not now, when? Yeah. You know. So and the, and you'll have uh, a you'll have a a hater on social media who has some type of biblical quote on their profile, you know, about saying, yeah, sharing yeah, love, about or sharing something. love, and you know, love and peace and God, and then you know they're attacking you online, yeah, because that's what that's Karen's just, do. This is how it happens. Uh, so my last soda, um, again, I does in New York. My last soda is going to go to a uh, the Broadway show that I saw, Here Lies Love, which I think you would actually enjoy. It is the story of Imelda Marcos. Oh, of the shoes. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've, actually, I saw it on CBS Sunday morning. It is. Um, it's sort of uh, without that reference. Oh, the show. Couldn't it's end true. We started with reference. the view. We end with CBS Sunday morning. Um, so it's a story of uh, of Imelda Marcos and and her husband. I can't remember his name right now. Um, and and Nino Aquino. Um, and it's just it's a very very well done show. It's um the music is by David Byrne from Talking yeah. Heads and Fatboy Slim. Mm-hmm. And what Jose and I actually did was we were on the the floor where the entire set moves like around you. So at any given time, the performers are like right next to you or on stage right in front of you and you're constantly moving around the entire dance floor. And so it's like a really cool like nightclub vibe. And then they also have like seats all around. Um, the reason I'm giving it the, the last soda is because it is an entirely, as far as I know, an entirely Filipino cast mm-hmm. telling a Filipino story that yeah. is as relevant today as it was you know, during the time that they're that they're talking about. And, you know, again, when we say representation matters, it's so funny though, as I was watching it, there were certain parts of the story that hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not Filipino. Mm-hmm. But there were certain elements about it, like when, you know, when when Nino Aquino is like exiled to the US and then he goes back and he's killed. And I just started getting this vibe of like, shit, you know, look how this other this fully holy other culture mirrors the experiences of you know of, of our culture mm-hmm. and how those are things that are so universal to so many people out there but we don't even think about it you know it's we're, we're constantly like oh they're different we don't we're not like them blah, blah, blah. and then when you start like scratching the surface you find that there's so many commonalities and similarities mm-hmm. and it was just the entire cast was fantastic and Again, the fact that it's an entirely Filipino cast, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's phenomenal, and we, we need more things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Were there a lot of shoes? Actually, that's the one thing there was not. There wasn't even a damn number about shoes. That's my only complaint. Um, so oh, that, only complaint. That, um, that show has actually gotten a lot of backlash. Really? Why? Yeah, because um, a, a lot of people have criticized I have it quibbles that, with it, but... That um, it glamorizes and glorifies and, you know, sort of makes a party of this dictatorship. And, you know, it's funny because... because I, didn't, I didn't feel that way. I but. mean, look, 
I think that the fact that it was written by because I've actually seen like two or three um, the like, numbers uh, and like reports on it. Like oh, they okay, did something okay. on the View. Actually, they did something on CBS Sunday Morning. They did something on sixty Minutes about it, and and I saw them. And um, I mean, I think that it's important what you said. It was written by Filipinos. I, the showrunners are Filipino. I don't know about that. I know. Okay. I know the music. Obviously, but, but it, it's, Filipinos, it's a full on concert for ninety minutes. Filipinos are involved. Are heavily involved. Heavily involved. So this wasn't just some like white guy who was right. wanted to bring this to uh, to Broadway. Right. Right. To my um, so I mean, obviously, we, we're, I'm not Filipino, so I'm not gonna have an opinion or take the space right. of somebody who is as to. How accurate is yeah. right authenticity of it? But I tried to see that part of it as well because I would think that like if they made a musical about like the Cuban Revolution and they were mm. singing and dancing, we would be the first ones to be like, "Uh, this is not a glorious so yes thing." But I do know that this is more based on her. It's her story. It's her story, right? It's, it's not. It's, the it's story her story of the revolution. It's. I mean, or the story of the of of their. Rain, if you will, it, it, or I mean, it's it's intertwined, obviously. Right. So I mean, it's her story, but her story is so intrinsically attached yeah. to it. What I will say, it's it's essentially Phil. I mean, if I had shorthanded, it's Filipino Evita. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see where they're like, oh, it's a celebration. But the thing is, you have to look past the music, and there at no point do they glorify her. I think that if you look at it again, it's the Evita, you know, storyline, which is you have to track her ascent. And you have to, in a weird way, you have to root for them mm-hmm. because if they're villains just from the beginning, then where do you go? So for those listeners who maybe are not familiar with this, um, Imelda Marcos was the first lady uh, of the Philippines yep. in the 1980s and I think early 90s, um, but definitely in the 1980s. And she was notorious for having, I don't know, I think it was like 10,000 pairs of shoes. It was an absolutely absurd number. Yeah. And in living, addition to all the other. And living in opulence yeah. when the country was falling apart, there was a lot of political unrest, there was a lot of poverty. And, you know, we've heard this story before. So she's someone who I, I'm sure is I mean you made the reference to Evita like mm-hmm. loved by many and probably yeah. hated by many as well yeah. so it's one of those really conflictive historical figures um, and now they did a music about her yeah I mean again, as one does as one does yeah um, again I, I just I just think it was very well done and and it's it, it's a story that I think people have heard of in the sense of like I knew her as the lady with the shoes you know yeah. but I didn't know her story I believe that she came from poverty. And I believe that. that in the 90s she did a campaign ad with Payless. You think? Oh, I yeah. believe she did. I will look that up. Yeah. Yeah, she did yeah. something. Yeah, because they they left in exile. They came to the U.S. I believe they yeah. lived in Hawaii. And now, actually, she's back in the Philippines because her son is now the president of the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So. Garroco oh. Mango. Ah, yes. Anyway. It totally is. Well, everybody, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned. And as always, remember to grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your kawi. And thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Yep. Cuídense, mi gente. Have, have, have a happy day. Halloween. And happy Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Bye. <laughs> Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.